Eric Zemrek, the box officer. How are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, good week. Good week. Good. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when we have good weeks. <laughs> we got to start the weekend now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <It's> Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the shortest podcast in history. 20 seconds. <laughs> well, I guess we should at least give them one or two new movies to watch. What did you see That's this right. week? Yeah, I saw the Mitchells versus the Machines on Netflix, the animated film from Sony Animation. Now, Sony signed a big deal with Netflix because you know what? All the other studios have platforms for streaming except for Sony. So what do you do? You team up with Netflix. You don't build your own. That makes sense. <laughs> so this is the first one that Sony has sent over to Netflix and rated PG running time of one hour and 53 minutes a little too long i think for kids movies but Mm -hmm. that's okay but it's actually a fun little quirky movie it's actually about this dysfunctional family who decide to take a road trip because their daughter is going to film school and she's interested in film obviously Mm -hmm. and her father really doesn't like the idea of her being a film student so what does he do to irk her even more decides he's going to drive her to school (laughs) with the rest of the family in the car, right? Oh, come on, Dad. <laughs> Good concept, but on the the way, they find out that the um, the world is being taken over by an apocalypse uh, robots. Okay, and they have turned off the internet. Oh yes, indeed, there is no internet. There's no streaming. There's no nothing. So the Mitchell family, who has uh, obviously has a daughter and a son and a dog with big eyes, kind of looks like a bulldog kind of uh, pug or whatever they're called, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it seems yeah. big to be a pug, but big eyes like a pug. But anyways, it's a fun little film, and it's kind of a nice little story about the father and the daughter, you know, reconnecting and accepting who they are in one another. Because, uh, you know, sometimes teenagers don't quite understand the parents, and the parents don't understand the, the teenagers. But this movie kind of ties it all in with a nice little story as they're fighting the role robots to get her to college. So <laughs> that's the story. I, I give it two and a half slates out of, out of five. I think it was entertaining. I think there was too much going on in the film, to yeah. tell you the truth. There was just so much and stuff flying at you with all the, you know, the battles with the robots. And then it would get kind of normal, you know, state. And then it would go crazy again. And there was just like all these <laughs> other backstories going on. So obviously for somebody who just likes to focus on one story and relate to it, it was a little difficult. But overall, I think the kids will find it entertaining. So I give it I give it two and a half. Eh, maybe let's go two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. I'm not giving it two and a half. Two, two and, and a quarter. quarter. <laughs> I've never done that before. Downgraded in the middle of a review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did do that. I did do that, didn't I? That's okay. Well, that's the thing, is this movie actually makes you go go a little crazy. But overall, I think, you know, Sony does do some good animation, and it's good, you know, that they do have a platform if movie theaters, are, you know, uh, going off slow. It's actually on IMDb right now. It's rated number two in mm. the film category. So it's getting a lot of play and a lot of buzz. So, yeah, 
Nice. It's, it's, it's worth a look. And, and, and that's the thing is, like, if you look at the cast who do the voices, there's Abba Jacobson. I'm not even sure who she, she is. Huh. Um, you know, um, like oh, yeah. Olivia Coleman actually is in it. That's the biggest name that I see. Um, well, John Legend, but I think his is a pretty small role. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's they're, they're not using, you know, the, the big stars and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, but anyways, um, Olivia Coleman obviously is an Oscar winner. But, you know, it's not somebody that you're going to... You're gonna say, oh, she does animated voices. Right. Um, so I think I think overall I think it's a good a good mix. So what did you see? Okay, um, let's go, Mel. Okay, so I'm in the animated world as well. I like that. <laughs> I actually saw Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney Plus. Now you have to buy it. So this yeah, isn't one of those that you can just see. And so my sister and I decided to buy it and have like a little remote movie date together, the two of us. And we both really, really liked it. The animation is super good. I liked the storyline. The storyline is basically when humans and dragons lived together, but then there was like a sinister monster that came in and threatened the land. And the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. And each community got like, a piece of the dragon stone and the communities basically went on their own way and lived their own lives and Raya's father always wanted the communities to come back together and mend whatever was broken all that time ago and so it's a story about getting people to come back together let go of the past and I thought it was really really well done I didn't have any issues with it I laughed a lot in certain areas it made me kind of got me in the feels in a few areas and I thought overall it was really, really well done. But whether you want to shell out enough to buy it, I'm not sure. Unless you're like the biggest Disney fan in the world, I'm not sure you want to shell out the 30 bucks. I think that's what it was. You might right. want to wait until it actually hits regular streaming on Disney+. Plus. But overall, I thought it was super fun and great again to see a young woman in an empowering role. Raya has a lot to do with the whole storyline. Her and her fun little like kind of potato bug looking sidekick so i thought okay. it was super super cute and some of the voices are aquafina and Gemma chan so they have a couple of bigger voices there on the film raya and the lost dragon well that's good um actually you know i'm too cheap to buy it so sorry i didn't <laughs> I watch don't it blame no. uh, i almost went to the movies to see it but then i got too busy over the weekend so anyways at the box office it has done 5.2 million okay that's not great no. but so that's okay. And it's done $68 million worldwide in, in cinema. So it does have some, obviously, some draw at the box office. And it is actually got a 94 rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So okay. a lot of people are enjoying it. Um, so, yeah, you know. I maybe do. Go, go to the movies and see it instead exactly. of spending $30, people. Yeah, there you go. Go to a theater Mel's, where Mel's you can have popcorn. Here. You know, she spent $30 on going to the movies. That's <laughs> so true. House. So I do have to correct myself. I can't believe I messed up on the last podcast. I said that Lucy the Human Chimp was on Discovery Plus. No, it's an HBO Max documentary. So oh. I wanted to correct that because I felt super bad about giving Discovery Plus the love when it really was an HBO Max documentary. So for people that were looking for that, my bad. Check HBO <laughs> Max. <laughs> 
Did Discovery produce it, though? I don't think they did. I think I've just got oh, okay. Discovery Plus on my brain because it's my newest, like, trial. So I, okay. I really spend a lot of time on the Discovery Plus app figuring out if it's something that offers enough that I would want to become a subscriber. So I think I just was so focused on Discovery Plus that I forgot I popped on over to HBO Max for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does say a Max original, so it is actually It's so HBO hard to keep them all straight, though, Derek. Like, is it just <laughs> me? Am I the only one that's like, oh, I don't know what that was on? Are you having that trouble, too? Um, yeah, probably because I don't have any streaming. I have Netflix uh, just because yeah, they gave it to me. So yeah. <laughs> other than that, <laughs> other than that uh, you know, I'm not one to spend the money on. I'm, I'm on the cheap side now. I'm not spending $30 to watch a movie. All right? You're just frugal, okay? Because I'm frugal, too. <laughs> I'm not cheap. We're both frugal. <laughs> no, because I, I got the, the diva attitude where they send me all the screeners and I don't get one. I'm like, okay, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't getting any words from me then. Give me the Send me it for free, and I'll talk about it. That's true. It's a different world as a movie critic. <laughs> so speaking of going back to the movies, what's the latest with the Arenda Theater? Yeah, the Arenda, is, we're open uh, well, just on the weekend, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. You know, normal schedule is really like 1, 4, and 7 o'clock shows, no late shows. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's time to get in. You know, we're averaging, you know, 25 to 30 people a showing, so not too bad. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's coming back to life uh, as other cinemas are too, you know, because as a theater owner, you can see other people's numbers, and you know, sure. we're all doing about the same, and I think as more and more people feel comfortable, it'll, it'll continue to grow, and if studios send us some more product that's <laughs> worthwhile to see, maybe help us out a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Can't wait to get back to the Arinda and uh, see what renovations you've made. The pictures I've seen yeah. on Facebook look fantastic, my friend. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun, so. <laughs> awesome, and hey, make sure you like the Box Officer podcast podcast on Facebook. Search for us there. And of course, you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts.